Welcome to this edition of Road Trippin'. Allie Clifton, Channing Fry, Just Channing, and Richard Jefferson. We're going to pick up where we left off yesterday. We're going to dive into that of Chris Middleton and how the injury here to start the season affects how you view the Bucks here to start the season, guys. Uh, you, he's an all-star. And if you notice, when he doesn't play, they don't do very well. It's also October 5th. Like, he's one of their one guys who can create his own shot. Like, when things get bogged down, you throw it to Chris, and he has a mid-range. You got to play all three levels. Giannis plays at the rim. Dame can play the three ball, right? Or the team, you know, Brooke Lopez, him, Bobby Portis. But you need somebody who's going to play that mid-range level. If you got those three things, you're going to be great. And when they won, they played all three great. Now, Chris doesn't play. You get a lot smaller, and you're asking other people to step up and give you a 20 a game that uh, I don't know if they can. I don't know if they got another dude and give them 20 a game like that. Like that. No, no, Within no. No, they don't. Chris the way, so, nice. so they, what did they say? Because he's did, a metronome. Yeah, but what, what did they uh, – so what's the status on his knee? He has yet to so play he hasn't five, five on five. five yet. Okay, but I'm saying, is he still is he still on track for his rehab, or is he behind? Running in the right direction, up, making progress. But that's, that's what I'm what saying. It, what He's was running in the right direction? Okay, was he supposed to have been ready? Was there? That's what I'm asking. You're saying his knee, and I'm like, if he had surgery two months ago and he's on track to be kind of starting like early training camp, that's the part that I'm. That's what I'm saying. Where did he hurt his knee? Huh? You'll need to call Adrian Griffin for that. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. We don't know any that kind of information. Okay. Well, before you start referencing, man, get your facts right, ho. I'm just reading Allie, the facts that Adrian Griffin gave us. I'm talking to Channing. I'm playing. talking to Channing. Allie. I'm not talking to you, Channing. That's all. It's me. the same thing. When did it's the same thing? Chris Middleton hurt his knee. He had surgery in June. Oh. He had surgery in June. He's not back to playing five on five just yet. It sounds like they're gonna take it slow with him to not have any kind of setbacks, which I, I, again, I I think it's October 5th. You just traded for Damian Lillard. I don't think it puts any kind of urgency or rush right here in the month of October. We talk about that all the time. Like you're not winning championships right now. So I guess that was my question when it's all said and done, you imagine Chris Middleton is going to be healthy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or do you not? Probably. Anytime teams kind of keep things close to their chest, right? Like it's always seems worse than what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I'm not, I hope it's not worse than what it is. And I hope like if it was really just a thing saying, Hey, this is his rehab. We expect him whenever in the next couple months, right? That's different than going, well, he is where he's supposed to be. That's, you know, like that's what they were telling us about Lonzo ball. They were like, oh, his rehab's going great. Now it's not. Now it's not. Okay, but now this looks good. So for me, I'm just like, as important as this season is for not only Dame, but for Giannis, like Chris Middleton is that piece that brings it all together. Chris Middleton is that piece. And when he played his best basketball, that's what won the championship because they had the ball in his hands. Now, hopefully his knee it can get and they can take their time. You got Dane. He's a high usage rate guy. He's used to playing 40 minutes a night, 38 minutes a night, every single night. Now, he's been banged up a little bit the last couple of years. But ultimately, when you're not fighting for something, trust me, those injuries get, you know, a little bit longer. And so, um, you know, if they had been competing, Dame is the guy that's always healthy in the postseason. 
That's when you want your guy healthy. And I haven't seen too many postseasons, maybe one where Dame's not wasn't able to go. If Dame got his team to the postseason with no other all-star, Dame would get you to the first round. Dame might get you to the second round. Dame would battle. A lot of times they were underachieved, but Dame was healthy in the postseason. That's been a lot of issues for Paul George. That's been a lot of issues for Kawhi Leonard. That's been a lot of issues for different guys, right? You, you know, I don't want to say Anthony Davis, but he he had he he was injured the year after they won the championship and just banged up. So Dame Lillard is typically healthy in the postseason. So like that part, if he can get his usage rate there, maybe that takes some pressure off of Chris Middleton over the course of the season. Yeah. He's not asked to do as much. And now he can play at a level of 18, 19 points a game versus trying to get him to 20, 21. That's a big difference right there. That's, you know, three, four minutes less on the court. That's having the ball in your hands seven, eight, nine times less. Right. And so now you have more starts on defense. You have more starts when you do get the ball because you're not forced to create. He's going to get some stuff from 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 Dame. He's going to get some open shots from Giannis. He gets to eat and live and then pick his spots. That's where bringing in another high usage guy can help everyone out. To put a bow on it, we got time on our side. Griffin said we're just being smart. He's been working diligently to get back. That's the plan. We've got time on our side. Um, I also think they have good rookies that can be in there um i'm with Dion sanders truth or trash i'd rather watch the bet awards than watch a sixers nuggets game where joel and ducks and sits out against joker again one thousand percent we might want to watch that bullshit yeah now look ramona ramona shelburne that's my girl she that's the homie so ramona Big, you know, she she she's like oh that was always planned rest you know i was talking to people in the 76ers and i'm like well I'm sorry. And they had a back-to-back. It was a weird spot in the schedule because they were fighting and it was towards the end of the season. But I am sorry. I'm sorry. There's no scenario. You have to play in that game. You have to. You have to. Don't tell me that it was planned rest. So you're telling me you were planning a rest against that matchup? You were planning a rest two weeks again in that matchup? It was planned rest and blah, blah, blah. And, and he did have to go a bunch of minutes in that back-to-back. That I think they had a back-to-back in Phoenix the night, the night before. Sorry, sit that. Sit that game. Right? Or, or figure something. But don't plan rest against the MVP matchup. Like, I'm sorry. I, no. There's not... There's no legend in this game. There's no high-level person. There's no veteran in this game that respects that move. We're not saying that he was ducking him. Joel Embiid balled out in Philly. Now you got to go ball out there. If he would have whooped his tail in Philly, or if he would have played well in Philly, the MVP race would have been over. So there's you can say this plan rest, but what would Magic think about that? What would Michael think about that? What would Bill Russell think about that? What would Kareem think about that? Don't look at us. Don't, don't look at, okay, though these guys... Go look at what the greats, what they would say about missing that matchup in the latter third of the season. They would they would call it exactly what Deion Sanders is calling it. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> do it. You, you wait for that, right? Richard basically said it all. So, like, Joel Embiid is the dude, which I appreciate as a media member. He trolls a big man. You could troll Andre Drummond and DeAndre Aiden and Gobert all you want, but all of a sudden MVP comes in town. And you got to take a little nappy? Nah, homie. Nah, homie. Mm-mm. Listen, don't don't bark through the fence. Yeah. Bark when you're in the field. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. This episode of Road Trippin' is brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp. 
Sometimes in life, we're faced with tough choices, and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with hard decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, therapy can help you stay connected to what you really want as you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement. For me, balancing, as you can imagine, my personal and professional life, it can be chaotic at times. So to have that one expert on hand to help me navigate the day-to-day challenges that may arise, it has been a total game changer. Speaking for myself, when it came to making a lifestyle change for my career and moving from the Midwest to the West Coast, having an expert therapist take the time to help me navigate all the emotions and hurdles I was about to embark on, I can honestly say I wouldn't have made it without their guidance, something that has continued to help me to this day. If you're thinking of getting that support you need through the form of therapy, then give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You'll start by filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So road trippers, let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash road tripping. What do you guys think of uh, Michael Malone and his take and thoughts now heading into the season on the Lakers? I, I, I already did it on Twitter. Yeah. I, already, I already did it on Twitter. I saw he, it. He said, Here's, I love it. Yeah. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm going to back I'm gonna back it off a little bit just because now it's new season and we got to play them four yeah. times. But it's been a fun tour talking shit, you know, they chirping a little bit. We have to play them three times. Yeah, look, the different Nuggets are still the better team. They're still the better team. I'm going to be really honest. They're still the better team. But I think the gap has closed a little bit. So, you know, he's like, if that's what they're still focused on, really, would you? Would he still be focused on it if if he was on the other side? Damn right he would. My, my thing, you love it. You, you, you won. You beat the shit out of everybody. Talk your shit. Mm-hmm. That's what you get. Talk your shit. He goes, well, it's a new year. We got to start all over. So and you've thought about that all month. You think about us all summer. Okay. But now I'm going to hype my team up. But I'm also going to say, you know, uh, it's a new year. Oh, boy. Having said that, there's nothing wrong with Anthony Davis then saying that, correct? Damn right. On the desk at Damn Media Day. He right. better say that. First of all, yeah. first of all, let, let, okay. All right. Here's the clip. Michael Malone was saying what he was saying. And while they can be like, oh, well, that was last year or this like greatness and high level players that are looking for a competitive advantage. They will remember that for the rest of their lives. Don't tell me about an offseason. Don't tell me about that. Michael Malone's dad was with the bad boy Pistons and the Michael Jordan. These things go on for the rest of your life. The things that are imprinted in your head are forever. So what he said, LeBron, AD, the Lakers organization will remember it forever. Even if Mike Malone goes and coaches someplace else, that is forever embedded. So if he wants to minimize that, that's on him. But at the end of the day, he understands high level competitiveness. And if Anthony Davis and LeBron James and the entire Laker nation doesn't take it as disrespect to the greatness of their 18 championships to their one, then... They're all mistaken. Denver Nuggets fans, that's not how this works. You chirp. They listen. Now, you can come back and whoop their ass again, and they got to deal with it. But understand, <laughs> they're coming. They're, they're going to be there. Oh, yeah. The Laker fans are going to be in your building every single time they play, play Denver. They are coming because that's what Laker Nation is about. Same with Celtic Nation. These, te- these fan bases, these teams are expecting to win every year. So he can minimize it, but that it's bullshit. I said what I said. Now I gave you locker locker room material. I gave you bo- like board material, and now all of a sudden the next year I want to walk it back. 
Come on now. That's like the coach that was talking trash Colorado State. Is next year he going to walk it back? No, it's always going to be personal now between Colorado and Colorado State. Always. Yeah. Forever. Apology, no apology. If he, it will always be personal. So, like, Mike yeah. Malone can do that because he's a coach. But at the end of the day, Phil Jackson has chirped before. Like, other coaches have chirped before. He's not the first coach. But, make, you know, make sure that your, your, your weapon is locked and loaded. Right? That's all. Like, he knows what he did. And fan bases don't up. forget shit. What? Fan bases don't forget no, shit. I said forever. fan bases. Think about Andre Guadalla just said, hey, this is young team. I don't want to be here. And they still boo him in Memphis. <laughs> and you're like, wait, why? You're like, for Andre's what? Well, he so didn't want to cool, be here. By the way. <laughs> oh, dude, he's great. Andre's crazy. Sucks, Andre's crazy. Like, think about the more Arizona people. Like Luke. Luke was Andre's veteran when he showed up. He was there for was he was there for one year or two years with Dre? Two. Two years. Yeah. No, he was there with one. He was there one, one. year. One year. One, one year. year because one year. I yeah, left. Yeah. Dre came two years after I left. Right. Yeah. Dude, Dr- Andre. Not to go on this rant, but Andre is one of the best players I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah. And just. Skill. If talent. somebody like in college, if coach, oh, knew what we like, if the game was played how it is today, Andre would have been our point guard. He played point guard for us. He had, he had a triple more, double in college. He had, a, he had a triple double in college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he could have. Yeah. College triple doubles in 2004 were hard to get, especially yeah. at, at places like 2003. Yeah. Especially at Arizona, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky. Like triple doubles were not done by wing players. Right, like that's what. Yeah. The, but Luke got one. True wings, like true wings. Like run the yeah. court. Here's the play. You make something. Yeah. And can, can I tell you I'm guys? Can I tell you guys? Since we're talking about Arizona, I have to share this story. So I go to lunch. I, I, I set this up. I go to lunch with my agent Brad Slater, and he said I can say his name because he's telling me the story. He's an Arizona alum. He's an Arizona alum. He's an agent at WME. So I go to dinner. I go to dinner with Brad. So we're talking about Arizona. And he's like, you know what, man? And I was, he's like, I got a story for you. He goes, Jaden Delora, you know what I did? He's like, the school calls me and for like an NIL thing. And they're like, hey, can you send him to a quarterback camp? And he's like, awesome. I can help my alma mater. I can help my school. I can help this young kid. Heck yeah. So it's like pays $20,000 for him to go to this quarterback camp. And he goes, you know what, Rich? The kid gets benched in fucking week two. My money's gone in week two, Rich. Week two, Rich. He goes, my money's fucking gone. He's like, all of a sudden, I'm like, how's the kid playing in training camp? He's checking in on him. And all of a sudden, it's like, all that money, gone. NIL, gone. And he's like, I'm not even mad at the kid. But I'm like, week two? I put $20,000 in for this kid to go to quarterback camp, and he's gone. He's done. Two, two weeks, he's done. And I'm like, yo, That's man, please tell this story. I was like, I'll leave out your name. He's like, please use my name. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Aww, that sucks. Poor kid. And, uh, no, not yo, kid. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's more of like, from the standpoint, it's like people talking about all these NILs and stuff. And it's like, yo, some of the times you're doing it to help the kids. And you're like, the school called me. He goes, the school called me and said, we can't do it. But could you pay for like an NIL situation that pay for the kid to go to this bat? So him and 
I believe it was the CEO of Netflix. I, I forget his name in the story. They like teamed up and they helped contribute for this kid to go, which is awesome. That to me is a great yeah. use of dollars. Send him to go better his craft. If you better the craft, you're investing in the kid, you're investing in the alma mater, you're investing in your team. Beautiful use of money. But then to say, week two, he's benched. Oh, man. That, I'd be hot. I'd be hot in my hot. investment. I'd be super hot. Uh, listen, I'd be like this. Hey, where my, where, where I need my, you to get where, it together. Where my money at? Where, where, where my money I at? need you to get it together. No, but it's not. You he's not mad at the kid. Free, he's not directing it at the kid. He still views it 100% right, right. as a great in investment. He's saying the school and the team benched the player that he just paid for to go to a $20,000 football camp. <laughs> Dude. That's tough. Having said yeah, that, I mean, is but, he not performing? Well, well, then even then, why not pay twenty thousand dollars for me to that camp? Why I pay? That's why I look at my kids. Put it this pay way: for you to go to this camp, kids you come in back college, you with your left hand. most players, right, have leeway of having ups and down games. When you are a quarterback, you cannot have fucking up and down games because you are fucking it up for the other ten people out there. Like, look at Daniel Jones, who was throw for the Giants, who was throwing that bitch everywhere. They should have benched his ass, deal. but he just got that contract. Uh, but, like, that's yeah. – the quarterback cannot be high and low, right? You could have a couple – unless you're Patrick Mahomes, you could have some interceptions, but then you go win the game, right? That's high and lows. You can't be the downtrend because everyone goes – like, only one side of the ball scores. So, if the, the person, the leader, isn't leading – yeah, he got to go until he gets his what shit right. What would you do if your, money, if your money was gone in two weeks? Oh, I'm talking to that motherfucker. I'm getting him a therapist. <laughs> you got to get it right. You said I'm, I'm doubling down. I don't know about 20K. Oh, yeah. What? Yes. Hey, hey, uh, Tom Brady, how much to talk to him like you talked to Shador? How much? Call him and give him the, the pep talk. We need this right. We need him Yo, to get right. Yo, I've been right. watching the Pat McAfee show, and obviously Aaron Rodgers is on that weekly. Did you guys see that he expects to? He's like planning to return this season. That's crazy. Yeah, like, did like, you see that his injury usually is six weeks to put a shoe on, and he was in a shoe in thirteen days. Yeah, boy, on that ayahuasca. I know it. He putting it now. Yes, he now, putting them, now uh, again, that is wild. like you know, you know, in gambling, in gambling, when you only talk about your wins, you know, in gambling, when you only talk about your wins. <laughs> Like, look, I'm rooting for Aaron Rodgers, but I'm also not going to be a part of some like super, superhuman hype train, right? Of like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to go and see, you know, these holistic people in, you know, in the indigenous like world in Canada to get like some, <laughs> some holistic. You're going to be like, in the Amazon. like, bro, I believe in you. I want to see you. I'm not going to sit here and fucking pay attention to how like quickly you can put socks and shoes on and take one step. Like I'm not, not going to do it, bro. We didn't do it for Kevin yeah. Durant. We didn't do it for Clay Thompson. We didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like when he's ready, he's ready. Do I think he's going to be able to come back and play high level football before the playoffs? First of all, I don't know if his team is going to be alive by then. I don't know if they're going to have the exact same coach, let alone for him to come back. Come on. I like the coach. I like the coach too, fault. but I like the coach too. That but if all of a sudden is they, getting better. Look, but, but if their quarterback goes, if they lose five straight and they looking up and they two and eight, like don't give me this Aaron Rodgers is coming back and saying the day in week 15 if they make it to the second that round. That is not the, the coach's fault. 
It's not the coach's fault. I like the coach. Sometimes it's coaching. Sometimes it's coaching. I don't think it's coaching. All right, let's end this episode with a couple NBA grids. Ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Easy, medium, or hard? What would you like? Hard. Hard. Boss. I would... Well, you guys haven't got the easy ones either, so... Okay, um, okay we'll go, go hard. I wore jersey number 21 for the Bulls, Bucks, Suns, and Grizzlies. I have no I idea. I was the 2005 Big East <laughs> Player of the Year. Hint. Oh, I should know this. You should, because the hint is you. Kimba Walker? <laughs> hint. Channing Fry was an NBA teammate of his. Hakeem Warwick. Yes. Good job. <laughs> Big stick. Yo, he had that. Please look up his dunk on Dennis Lattimore. It was one of the most disgusting. So what's funny about that is Dennis Lattimore went to U of A and then transferred. Right. Notre Dame. And then like, we we're like, man, where's D lat at? And next thing you know, Hakeem Warwick is absolutely gorilla dunking on him. It's the most disgusting college dunk. Well, not now, but like back in the day, 20 years ago, it was wild. Hakeem uh, was notorious. Yeah, we got, for see, having we got that right. One we got it right. That was a fun. I was looking up the dunk from your guy. Okay, one more and then we're out. I've worn jersey number 31 for the Rockets, Nets, and Hawks. My brother played at UNLV and my cousin also played in the NBA. No idea. Oh. No idea. Um. Wait, 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 wait. I have... I'm not a jersey okay. number guy like that. I, I'm not good at that. I'm not good at that. <clears throat> okay, keep going. What's the hint? I have a tattoo of the Boston Celtics leprechaun in the Larry O'Brien trophy. Jason Terry? No, that's what I was thinking, yeah. but I was like, his, I know his brother played at UNLV. That's what I was like. Yeah, it's yeah, Jason Terry. Yeah, when she said 31, <laughs> I knew that was JT, but when you said Atlanta Nets and, what did you say, was the other one? JT uh, played for the Nets? Celtics. Yeah. He was a part of the trade. He came I from the Celtics to the Nets, I believe. Rockets, Nets, and Hawks. He played for Dallas. I don't remember him on the Rockets. He wore jersey number 31 for the Rockets, Nets, and Hawks. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Gotta that listen. Details. Having said that, how funny was it when um, Richard had to tell the entire U of A about his first tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> that tattoo is so weak, though. That is crazy. I can't. I didn't know that Mike Vivi was the reason why you got that. That dude is so cool, he, and I was only around him for six. No, he's so Mike cool. Mike's quiet. Mike is quiet. Is that? But this is the thing. Mike's not quiet if it's the five of us in a room. Mike will be annoying and messing with people like that. That's Mike. Like picking on Josh Pastner. That's Mike. But you put Mike in any sort of public setting, he wants nothing to do with a single soul. Single soul. Like, and so Mike had this whole thing. You should Google it. It's called Team Dime, where he had like 10 of his boys and they were always with them. Always with always. And I I stopped like I almost had stopped hanging out with Mike, but I couldn't hang out with Mike because there was always 12 people around. So I was never hanging out with Mike. Team Dime. Team Dime in Arizona is notorious. Team like Dime. they would roll up to pick up games. Just with like like Lambo, four Mercedes, Ferrari, Lambo. Four Mercedes all lined up. Yeah. Mike was that. He'd just be like, yo, here, everyone, we're gonna hoop today. Here's X amount of dollars. We want the whole gym all day. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Crazy. Team Dime. Mike, was Mike, Mike was my OG. Gave me a right. pair of Jordans. You guys are amazing. It's another week. Road trip. Another episode. Let's go. 